You're listening to the Kilcullen Diary Podcasts. Stories in sound from a village grown bigger. Hello, I'm Brian Byrne, and you've just tuned in to one of my travel memories. This time from northern Spain, where I had just one Sunday to myself in between work gigs. My plan was that I'd rent a bike and take to Bilbao on wheels for the day. Instead, I ended up in a pub early that Sunday afternoon. That wasn't as bad as it sounds. It was research, of course, on how the Bilbaoians spend their Sundays, and it turned out to be very similar to how we have done it in Ireland down the decades. Except that joy of joys. There wasn't a single TV screen in the pub. Like how we used to do it. But let me back up to the bicycle. It turned out that the two local places to rent didn't open that day, even the one that was supposed to. A sign on the door said, sorry for the inconvenience, or words in Basque and Spanish to that effect. So instead, I took a tram across the city and did the culture thing, going to two museums. Before Sunday lunch note. Lunch in this event being samples of some seriously delicious tapas that are part of the city's pub scene. With the local Vino del Mesa, of course. Travel writers research again. It was my first time in Bilbao, although not in this part of Spain. And already, despite arriving in very dull and rainy weather after a delayed flight the previous night, I was smitten with the place. It's got culture, architecture, a maritime history that has spanned the globe, Wonderful river promenades, lots of people with big smiles and ready to burst into song in the pub at the drop of an A major. Which is probably why they don't need TVs. That earlier ten-minute tram ride had taken me to the Maritime Museum, the start of my history and culture bit. It's typical of how well the Bilbao tourist business does its thing that the museums are open on Sundays. The Maritime Museum offers a jaunt through the city's seafaring and maritime industrial history through video, artefacts, navigational equipment, recreations and models. It has a shipwreck rescue history too, being where the city lies just in from the Bay of Biscay. If you never knew just what a hotshot, life-saving invention the breeches boy was before there were helicopter winches, well, there's one there. It looks a scary device, but... I guess I'd take my chances when there was nothing else. That done, and done well, it was off to the big one, a ten-minute walk further along the river, the Guggenheim Bilbao. Not just the cultural pièce de résistance in a city of much culture, but also an architectural one, to which we in Dublin have a link, because the architect was Frank Geary, also the architect of Dublin's landmark conference centre. His Bilbao creation was opened in 1997, fully funded by the Basque authorities and operated by the Guggenheim Foundation. As a piece of art in itself, the building is a blast. Wild metal and stone shapes outside, sweeping lofty interiors, a sculpture piece in architecture. But then there are many artists who trained first as architects and who feel there's little difference between the two. Guggenheim Bilbao has a mix of permanent and moving exhibitions, including a regularly changing selection of the great art that's part of the Guggenheim Foundation's extraordinary collection. 
In the permanent art, just after the entrance, there's a whole wing devoted to installation in steel by the artist Richard Serra. Entitled A Matter of Time, it's a series of massive steel whirls and swirls which don't appear particularly interesting until you go inside them, and then there's a hit. Some just have an entrance and then you're inside. Others wind round and round in narrow passages until you eventually reach the centre. Because the walls of each piece keep changing attitude and tilt, it's dizzying. And like all those science fiction writings and cinematic depictions of time travel, you wonder how and where it will end. Maybe it's even like what we don't remember travelling out of the womb, or what we don't know yet travelling to whatever is beyond the moment of death. Whatever the exhibit certainly is more than it seems at first sight. There was lots more which will have surely changed by now, so there's little point in my detailing them, but after all that it was time for lunch and the old city. When I got there I walked, watched, photographed, and finally picked the Zucchella pub, established in 1982, just one of many in the area to which the locals decamped after Sunday morning mass for their ritual talk, tapas and tipple. I stayed later after they had departed for their siesta, and the tourists, even in early October, were taking up some of their places. They were doubtlessly intrigued, as I was, by the decor of the simple place, the walls covered in old posters, paintings and photographs, a collection of beer mugs from all over the world, drinks too from the strangest of places, not for drinking but displayed as their own form of cultural and museum exhibits. It was the kind of pub that my father would have liked to run if he had lived here, I thought. But of course it was the same kind of pub that he had run as the hideout in Kilcullen of the 50s through the 70s particularly, and which my late brother Des did subsequently. It's the kind of pub that attracts me, no matter where I might find it. So, viva Bilbao, viva Guggenheim, viva Frank Gehry, viva Zuckela. Next time, with a bicycle, and coronavirus permitting, I can spread the net wider. I'm Brian Byrne, this is Kilcullen Diary, thanks for listening. <laughs>